And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. And welcome to the WrestleCube. Cube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that's become a thing. Uh, <laughs> um, my name is Tom Mimner, and I am here with Daniel Akinbola. Hello, Cube. Cube, indeed. Are you um, it's, like, it's like some weird like greeting now. Cube. 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 <laughs> um, we should start doing that in real life as well. <laughs> it's really going to freak people out, though. Yeah, well, you know, that's their problem. Just shout cube. Um, but yeah, um, so that's uh, uh, yeah, that's the introduction out of the way. How's it going? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, just downloaded some wrestling into my mind. Excellent. And I'm uh, looking forward to sharing it with the universe. Cool. Um, good, 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 good. Um, we'll we'll get into it. Um, I guess pretty quickly. Um, I mean, this is going to be mostly an award show. This uh, the uh, this year, the uh, the first ever QBs. The QBs. Yes, the QBs. <laughs> the Cuboids. Uh, oh, the Cuboids is much better. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, the Cuboids. I'm definitely... Let's, yeah. This episode is going to be called The Cuboids. The Cuboids. Um, but yeah, uh, before we get into that, um, there were two pay-per-views this past weekend. We're recording on a Thursday night. Um, but um, I have seen the TLC pay-per-view. It's oh, I, I, I listened to uh, a popular wrestling podcast recap of it. I, I can't imagine which one that we've mentioned numerous times and are now evading the subject for some reason. Post-wrestling, it's fine. Yeah. But they're good guys. It's, it's all good. Yeah, um, yeah so um, uh, TLC happened. And we'll move it on. did. Because... Yeah. Little, no highlights? No, really, to be honest. It was it was not a noteworthy show. So, um, yeah. I feel like that's probably fine to just... Move on. It was a contractually obligated show. Yeah. Um, They're on autopilot until the Rumble, which is why we're not really talking about WWE particularly, because it's the same thing as every year. Like, this this time of year just doesn't matter to them. And then, you know, we'll get to January and things will pick up a bit. And it'll be fine. Things will pick up, yeah. And we'll start talking about it again. But for now, we might as well talk about some interesting stuff. So, speaking of which, we can talk about the other pay-per-view that was on this weekend. NWA presenting Into the Fire. Into the Fire! <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> yeah. If you hadn't, I would have done it. It would have been much yeah. worse. Um, yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a really yeah, good show. I know we've been very high on power. Um, <laughs> so high. <laughs> high on power. High on power. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it was uh, a really enjoyable show. Um, I if I the I have a, a couple of small things that are, I'll get those out of the way first. Um, Do it. Negative things. Um, just that it took place in the same studio as Power with the Power logo in the background at the desk. Just made me feel like it was yes. an extended episode of Power. They could have done a bit more to differentiate. I know the wrestlers came out from a different entrance, and I know they um they had entrance music, which you know does help. But by the, the same token, terrible. Yeah, all I of mean, it. You know, <laughs> what was going to happen, really? Yeah. Um, but, you know, they tried to do something a bit different. But I, I think having the pay-per-views in a different location would help massively yes. to give it a different feel. But 
I also understand that there are probably logistical reasons, cost reasons as well, because yeah. the show can't be cheap to produce and they're giving it away for free. So fair enough. Yeah, it's like it's like look, we give our show away for free most nights of the week and once a month. You help us out by donating some I mean, money. To they're doing people. another show in January, which seems very soon. But I have to imagine that was something they pre-booked, not realizing yeah. how popular this was all going to be. And then they're trying to cash in while they can. Fair enough. I don't mind paying, you know, yeah. twenty quid for for given how much how many hours I've got out of it for free. It's fair yeah, enough, exactly. Really. It's kind of like yeah, I don't mind donating the money because I really enjoy the the, the promotion. Yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I want to buy more of their t-shirts, but I don't know how difficult it is to ship them to the UK. Yeah, I haven't got that far yet. I, I'm planning to. Also, I'm very, I'm very conscious of buying an NWA t-shirt does not necessarily mean the same thing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very conscious that I don't necessarily want to be making a statement <laughs> while just wearing a wrestling t-shirt. You know, I just I, I, like or to then get into an awkward conversation about the the popular rap group uh, NWA. <laughs> and on what's the basis... your favorite album? <laughs> I mean, I do like NWA in a general sense. I think they're actually they're pretty good. I mean, they were pioneers for God's sakes. Um, yeah. They've got some incredible songs, but I wouldn't be the most knowledgeable person in the world about NWA, and I don't really want to. You know, I, I own... you, you don't want to be a poser. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't be a poser. I'd be wearing a National Wrestling Alliance t-shirt. But <laughs> I just then it gets awkward. It's that thing. Like I have a Jushin Thunder Liger t-shirt, which I love. Right? There you go. Yeah. I absolutely love that shirt. But it just has says Thunder on it. And I was wearing it the other day, and a guy said, "Wait, is that about the band Thunder or the '80s TV show Thundercats?" And I was like, "It's neither." neither. <laughs> and then I had to uh, explain, and it's a whole thing. Pull up a chair, sir. <laughs> and then people get disappointed that, they, that it's not the thing they thought it was. So you're, you know, and I just and it's awkward. I, yeah, so so I, I need to make sure I get the correct NWA T-shirt, not that not one that is going to make it, me get into awkward conversations with people. I guess if people look closely and they saw the two like weird cartoon dudes lying on the floor wrestling, they'd be like, "That's a really weird NWA." T-shirt. Oh, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> that shirt is okay, but the one that has because you know the ring apron is blue and just says NWA in big yellow oh, yeah, letters. Yeah, 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 there yeah. is one of those you can buy that just has that. Now that feels like that's confusing. That's definitely yeah. That I like I like the people. old school one with the cartoon dudes on the front. Oh yeah, yeah, the logo. You know, I mean, to be honest, I do want a T-shirt more so. I really want one of those badges yeah but they are like hell yeah hell are expensive they are how much are they they're like 25 quid before you factor in shipping oh yeah i'm gonna do it at some point oh man (laughs) i I might i might in the same way this is going to be just like when i bought that uh uh, winged eagle belt buckle that i never use because i I just wear it wrestlemania day and that's it yeah (laughs) it's gonna be just like that your winged eagle belt buckle, your bolo tie, and your cowboy boots, and <laughs> head, a, head on out for some wrestling. <laughs> I mean, you know, who doesn't do that? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Wait yeah. my daughter's christening. <laughs> uh, into the fire. Yes. Let's get, let's get back on topic because this could go run and run. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the show opened with uh, Eli Drake and Ken Anderson. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a good opener. Um, yeah. Not, nothing, nothing too much to write home about. It was just a good, solid match. Uh, and I guess it kind of, the ending... Well, actually, I didn't see the, the other angle coming out, coming from this ending. I kind of thought, okay, well, I guess that's it. But there's still more between these two. So. Yeah, and then the angle later on was quite well done, I thought. Um, yeah, and, you know, I enjoyed it. I have to say, 
I did never really liked Eli Drake when he was in TNA. I never really got it. He's been very good here, and he, I thought he's he looked there. really good in that match. Like he yeah, looked he did. really he did. strong. Like he did. Is a His very is a bit strippery. Um, yes, yeah, it, it is. It is. I don't know whether it's the pleather vest or the uh, the kind of weird ankle boots. I'm not sure which. It's all, it's all very bang bang bark. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? <laughs> That's exactly who I was thinking of. My wife was like, "Wow, he looks like a stripper," and I was like, "He really does." But yes, sorry, before I interrupted you, you were saying, um, "Yeah, I thought I thought he looked really good here, aside from his gear, which I mean, yeah, is questionable." But when he's wearing, also, one of the things I really like about uh, Eli Drake is that when he's wearing clothes, yes, um, he looks like a normal person. Like he not, does. Not, he's not dressed like a wrestler, which yeah, is he's... <laughs> a real advantage. <laughs> he's yeah, and, and um, I kind of want that Eli Drake T-shirt, the one with the just the red Eli Drake. Yeah, it yes. looks it looks like a Supreme T-shirt. It's a pretty cool so, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I like that he dresses like a a, a regular person as opposed yeah. to somebody who's wearing like zubas and uh, a fucking tank top a zoot or, suit or something or, or is going the complete opposite and is wearing an overly elaborate three-piece suit <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like there seems to be no middle ground in wrestling and there is no unless you're like wearing your gear pants. but yeah, he, exactly. he is wearing normal clothes which i, I have to applaud yeah yeah it's either tank top and pants or yeah <laughs> so yeah like, and suit and hat so if he could apply his ring gear and maybe make that a bit more normal, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, well, rather than looking like <laughs> like a retired Chippendale. But, yeah, I mean, uh, he like. Oh, speaking of which, though, um, I haven't seen Ken Anderson for a while. He is not in good shape. He is a fat man. <laughs> yeah, what happened? He's. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Yeah, he look. He looks like Bang Bang Bar. I mean, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to body shame because I am. I am no uh, bronze oh, Adonis myself. Yeah, you know, like it's I'm just a noticeable. Yeah, it's noticeable from you know even like. I mean, I suppose he left WWE like ten years ago now. So I guess yeah, like maybe, whatever. But even in TNA, he was. God, he was only there about five years ago, and five five years is a long time. I guess it's true. But yeah, he just he's. I don't think you have to be in shape to be in the NWA. I mean, I mean that's that just, is true. It is what it is. But um, which actually does benefit. It's a weird one. So it makes Eli Drake look very much yes. against the norm because he is quite well. His physique is quite well toned. Yeah, same um, for Nick Aldis and um, yeah. James Storm. So it makes the big guys look even, you know, even yeah. more elite, which but is which is good. What What's great about that though is is that it doesn't matter because it doesn't mean he's any less legitimate here which is great yeah it just it's just a different look which is fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just it's a bit jarring because i remember him looking quite different. yeah that's that's the that's the main thing is that same with damien sandow or aaron stevens i remember he was like cut from granite in the wwe but um... i think for him though it, it, it is a an integral part of of his look <laughs> It really is in the gross underwear. <laughs> everything about him is fantastic. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't want to go over every match on this card yeah, necessarily, yeah. but um, as we're talking about him, Aaron Stevens uh, winning the national championship was uh, was uh, a very I'm pleasant surprise. Super happy about that. Hiding that behind so the Christmas tree was so good. <laughs> Just such a piece of shit. Oh no, He's so good. But it's perfect. 
Like, I did it with the power of karate. Oh my god! And <laughs> I will get. I mean, we'll get onto it. I suppose yeah, we might yeah. talk about it now. But the um, my favorite thing on this whole show is the question marks uh, the flag ceremony. <laughs> the flag ceremony was the best thing. That was so good. <laughs> and the way he sung the anthem. And the... <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. It's so it's perfect. So and really, like really. the Mongrovian flag. <laughs> we had like some weird like aardvark with a it's horn like on it. It's an aardvark and a goose. <laughs> and a massive question mark, mark in the middle. Yeah. Karate. I mean, Just... <laughs> I know we're eventually going to get the unmasking and it's going to turn out and everyone's going to be very upset when it turns out it's Josephus and like I know that's going to happen but I hope it's not for a while because I'm yeah. really enjoying this let's just keep this going because it's funny and it works it, and do you know what like the crowd really love and the dynamic they put it in with Aaron Stevens is perfect that's because it, exactly. the, the boo cheer thing works so well yeah like and uh, it, it's just like and it's they obviously it was completely by accident but they've struck gold there yeah yeah it's really really good Man, like, some of the stuff they're doing, I guess, it, I, I don't know why the, is it just the freedom of the writing or whatever, I don't know why the WWE didn't allow, you know, someone like Aaron Stevens to succeed. I think they tried, how I much... think the, the gimmick was limited in on that larger scale. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's part of the problem, is that he was the intellectual saviour there, as, a, as opposed to the actor thing, but... This gimmick doesn't work unless that gimmick had failed. Yeah, true. And in a sense, this the smaller stage and the studio element actually works perfectly for his kind of brand of like cowardly hijinks. Yeah, it's true because it's kind of a more intimate kind of gimmick. Yeah, and, and it, I think it yeah. only works in that. I think I don't know how well that translates to a larger scale, let's say on a you know a, a, in a massive arena because not everybody can see the intimate details and the minute details of the fact that he is a little flabby in places, but like that works <laughs> and he's wearing the, the skin coloured underwear. And oh, it's horrible. Just, <laughs> but it's just disgusting. <laughs> it, it, do you know what the thing is, is? It looks like, and I'm sure this is by design, it looks like what they give um, stunt doubles for sex scenes to wear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like It's like the sort of pasties. Like, that's... <laughs> And that, like it's almost it must be deliberate. I can't believe yeah, you got no, them in that color. Otherwise, everything about it is just just to make you feel kind of just disgusted or oh, yeah, off, on but edge it's, it's or in a funny way. Yeah, it's really it's really so good well stuff. Done. Um, but yeah, him him. I mean, as much as I really like Ricky Starks, who I think is is a future star for them and will be a big deal yeah, yeah. down the road, but. Putting the belt on Aaron Stevens was definitely the right call. Smart move, yeah. Put, um, put the belts on the guys that have the biggest personalities and stuff. Oh, that definitely. Actual, um, question mark match with Trevor Murdoch was really good too, especially oh, yeah. when the flag was flown to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he started freaking out. He just was like, no! <laughs> that was so funny. It's... And then... <laughs> Oh man, like, it, and the the fact that that led to him uh, instead of having to do the one the single handed spike, it was the two handed. Like, oh, and that is such a silly move, but it works so, so perfectly for this gimmick. Yeah, man, it's so funny. Karate, karate. <laughs> so oh man, what did you think of? Um... Oh, he, he, well, you know that Thunder Rosa Tasha steals match. Yeah. I still think so. I don't know if it's an get to an award thing. I don't know if she's done enough to you know be talking about awards. But I think Thunder Rosa is one of the most exciting female wrestlers there is. So 
she I don't is. understand why she wasn't in that main of uh, the you know the the women's tag match. I, I think how good she is. Oh, I think that's why she wasn't in that match. To be honest, I think uh, it's it's uh, because they could do more with her. And yeah. I, I, the match was good. I thought it was a bit sloppy in places. Yes, um, but I don't think that was necessarily on Thunder Rosa. Yeah, no, no. Her, I, Tasha Steele seemed a little bit. I don't know if she was nervous, maybe, because this is a bigger stage than she's been on previously. I'm not sure. But she seemed a bit reticent to go. There was a communication wasn't great. Yeah. In places. I think it was nervous, most likely. But, I mean, she looked really good at points. Yeah. It's just that's the problem is, is that it was marred by a few mistakes. I mean, if you wanted to put, if we're going to talk about sloppy women's matches, the other one was not good. Yeah, it was sloppy. It that was, was the worst match was... on the card by quite some way. Yeah, it's really disappointing. Um, uh, but, which is a shame because that, I think that's the only match on the card. It wasn't bad. No, it was the no, only it was match fine. that I didn't really enjoy because I kept getting taken out of it because the it was quite sloppy. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, there might be an element that I, I don't think ODB's ever been a particularly good worker, but like she's a brilliant a brilliant character yeah, and like she's more than solid. Like it's just I don't know something didn't work. Melina, I've never really rated. I'm, I'll be honest. I don't really know too much about Melina, to be I honest. I remember her being in WWE, you know, like a decade ago, and I never thought she was great, but... Yeah, that was know, during the toilet break phase, so... Yeah. I, you know, it, rightly or wrongly, I probably did not watch any of those matches. No, I, I think probably <laughs> same as that, to be honest, so I don't really know. Um, it's difficult, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, it wasn't a great match. Alison <laughs> Kay looks good. Uh, she's She's still really solid. I, I think they're probably building to Alison Kay versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that'd be good. I like Marty Bell. I do. I do like her. I feel like she's got potential as well. Yeah, but just, she's not quite there yet. I think. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do like her. But then, by association uh, with Thunder Rosa, who seems to be the finished article, and Melina, who is a name and has years of experience, it's probably the best place for her to be. Yeah. In terms of actually getting that experience, and you know, kind of being uh, able to develop in within the nwa system so yeah i mean yeah. It, it's it's all good um, i just think the tag match was a little yeah it was a little sloppy if i was thunder rosa i would definitely be fluttering my eyelashes at um the wwe um because i, mean, I think she can work so she can work on that stage i think she's just so good oh um, definitely uh, but i mean she certainly has i don't think there's any rush yeah yeah it's uh, true I mean, she's doing well in this, and if she does all right, she's certainly the WWE, AEW. Those are options for her further down the line. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think that's probably everything except the main event, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I um, think so. So I guess we should talk about that. Oh, the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, God, yeah, no, no, sorry. We should talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that first. I mean, I like it. I'm so on I'm board. Yeah. <laughs> I am on board the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Um, I just like it. It's nice. It makes me feel happy. Yeah. I mean, they're not very good anymore, but no. that's okay. <laughs> like, everyone else is doing the work in, in that, you know, I, uh, in those matches. <laughs> I've never seen a Canadian Destroyer that w- that was had so little to do with the person <laughs> doing the offensive move. You just strap on and, and like, go for a ride. It's, it's like I texted you earlier. Every time... He, you know, quote unquote, does the Canadian destroyer, or you know, he he's along for the ride. An angel gets his wings. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so just, true. It's just the most amazing. Even even as ridiculous as it is, it's just one of the best things to see. Oh yeah, this and you know what? Dude. Like, <laughs> I, I love that the the finishes that both the the title win on Power and this were both like like. And, and the fact that it's in a studio, it could have been a, a match from a Memphis taping twenty years ago. Like it yeah. looks 
it's very they they play into this. They are authentic NWA, and it's fine. It needs something, yeah. That's the main thing. Is it? They feel special. Feel like, yeah, it's a good story. It's like a really good story, and I think it it really builds, uh, or, or like, you know, harkens back to the proper NWA mythos and history. Oh, definitely. And I, makes it seem more than it is. So, yeah. I was I was convinced they were losing the belts. Uh, yeah, me too. I was I was sure that was happening, but well, the joke was over. <laughs> But apparently not. Yeah. We carry on. We'll <laughs> talk go. more about the Rock and Roll Express when we get to our awards, because uh, uh, I'm going to put the ball for something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get uh, to that. Um, but yeah, I suppose we should get to the main event. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, the two out of three falls, uh, NWA World Championship match. Uh, Nick Aldis, the national treasure, the dealer. <laughs> I'm not sure the dealer is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe you should think about changing that one. It, it just sounds weird. The shot. Also, nobody. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want to be the dealer in wrestling. <laughs> no, no, you do not. No, it's 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 not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, versus Cowboy James Storm with uh, Brian Hebner as the first referee for the first four. Tim Storm as referee for the second, and uh, well, as it transpired, Brian yeah. Hebner and then also Tim Storm for the third. Um, I thought the Camille stuff uh, was a bit weird because we still don't yeah. really know what's happened there, but. Um, they get into a bit more of that on power. I won't spoil okay. it because I know you've not seen it as yet. But uh... I mean, are they just like longing it out until she learns how to wrestle or something? Or... No, no, she's she's a very competent wrestler. Oh, okay, cool. I've never. I've never... They are telling a story. Uh, okay, cool. It, it's yeah. It, it, I think I, they're not there yet with all of it, but they're certainly on this week's power. There is a significant amount of uh, storyline development. It's a very good show, actually. Uh, I'll be watching uh, I it this week. Um, but yeah, um, I would say. Um, I, I really enjoyed this match and it's weird because they're two guys who on paper have that TNA stink about them. Yeah. Like I've seen them wrestle each other loads of times. I mean, I remember watching them wrestle when they were in the, uh, uh, God, uh, beer money versus, uh, oh, wow. Uh, the, yes. Brit- the British invasion. <laughs> I just, I just made the connection now. Cause you're like TNA. And I was like, huh? Oh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> It's weird, isn't it? Just, uh, yeah, shit, yeah. But in, in yeah. this in this environment, it feels like a big deal? It feels, yeah, it feels like, for me, who just now realised that, yes, I didn't know who these people were, um, it, 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 it does kind of erase, or their, their characters have kind of erased that stink, the impact stink on them. Which and, is, is quite a feat, I would Yeah, say. exactly. It's a, it's a pretty, it's pretty disgusting smell. So um, Yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> And, and Nick Aldis has been great, actually, I will say. I yeah, think he has been, been good. In this run on power, I was never convinced before, and now I'm very much on board. I, I think yeah. he's he's really good. Um, and James Storm as well. I think yeah, there's really a bit good. more edge to him. It's not just about the beer-drinking kind of, you know, cowboy, and, oh, if he loses, well, it doesn't matter because he's still got a beer. <clears throat> um, no, he's like a proper, you know, he's a proper wrestler now. Yeah, his, his character is no longer an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean seems to be That's just just him now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, fine, right? <laughs> no, I but I mean, but he, he's he's really solid in the ring, and like he, this again, this absolutely suits him. He, yeah. He's a perfect character and a great antithesis for for uh, Nick Aldis as well. Like it's very much the you know you've got your suited and booted kind of you know very formal champion versus this very informal cowboy character who's full of aggression and it's a very different you know it's kind of you know you would imagine that uh 
uh, Nick Aldis would be drinking a, a, a Chateau Neuf de Pap while, uh, <laughs> you know, it's very much the case that uh, James Storm is probably drinking a beer. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, no, I, I thought that this match was, um, I, I really enjoyed it. And it, it, I guess it was kind of a cut above the rest uh, of the other matches in terms of oh, definitely. seriousness and... And um, yeah, basically yeah, with the seriousness of which they took it, and I thought it was a really it, it had main event feel. So um, and uh, they yeah. did a really good job throughout the show of building up as well. I thought mm. like by having you know loads of video packages, loads of hype, you know, having both men out earlier in the night as for like a face to face interview. I think mm. they really they really pushed it throughout the show. So by the time it got round to the main event, it felt like the main event. Like it was mm. you, you were ready for it, and it, like it <clears> was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really, really did enjoy that one. Um, um, yeah, what did you think card. of the finish? The kind of the finish I thought was a bit weird. Um, yeah. But I, I guess that what they'll be doing is, I guess I knew they were going to be doing some kind of screwy angle when they when they talked to when they made such an emphasis on the referee stuff and and then oh, you know, James talking about oh he chose Tim Storm uh, as his referee. So when that stuff happened, I was like, okay, cool. So this isn't over then. There'll be more of this. So I guess that's why they did it. Um, you got, I guess, mostly a fairly... Like, you got a clean enough finish that you wouldn't be pissed off about. Okay, well, the match ended, but with enough screwiness that we can keep doing this. Well, it gives well, them an I'll... out for James yeah. Storm, which is yeah, good. Basically. But also, it's kind of... Did he did he take the turnbuckle pad off on purpose or <laughs> on not? Purpose, yeah. Well, the thing about Nick Aldis is... I don't know what I like. I don't know what kind of. I don't know if he's a heel or if he's a face or if he's a. He just. He's an odd character to me. Like I, I don't know what and again, his alignment I think, is. I think they're going to get to that. <clears throat> okay. I think that is that is they are addressing that in the grand scheme of things. But I think you're not. I think at this stage you're not supposed to know for sure what his true intentions are and what his alignment is and who he's who he's aligned with and what's going on and whether he's a good guy or a bad guy, like the stuff with Tim Storm, like, do, like is, are they friends? Are they, yeah. you know, are they not? Like, is it this <laughs> uneasy respect or, to, you know, Tim Storm's ear and stuff like leading him astray or like, it, yeah, there's a, I, I, I'm still not quite sure what Nick Aldis is. Same with James Storm as well. I don't know. I don't know what his alignment is either. So I, 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 I think he's a baby face in this situation. Too. I think. But then, I don't know, actually, yeah. Oh, hello? Hey, hey, sorry, my uh, stupid computer decided to hate me again. <laughs> it's all right, it's fine, I can hear you. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, like, uh, and I'm probably not going to go back and edit that out, because I'm really lazy. Uh... Yeah, good man, good man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I do think, um, yeah, James Storm is probably the baby face in that situation, but... Mm. Obviously, with it being sort of shades of grey a little bit at the moment, it's hard to know. I, he'll definitely get another shot because they, they left it open there that it was a slightly screwy finish, but mm. uh, enough to build some amb- ambiguity. And I, I think Aldous retaining is the right move. Yeah. I think he definitely needed to retain, so that makes quite a lot of sense. Um, the one, uh, what did you make of the post-match with uh, the villain, Marty Scurll, turning up? So, I like, I, I don't really know who he is. Uh, uh, I guess he's part of the elite. I, I guess I, I don't really know too much about, um, said, hey, uh, about him. Uh, you know, word for the wise. Anyone yeah. this? I am the casual fan. <laughs> yeah. I represent the voice of the casual. So I wasn't too, I wasn't too um, um, knowledgeable about him, but I did think that his entrance made him look like a really big deal. And, and they did I, a really good job with I, that, I thought. Yeah. 
I was really excited to be like, oh wow, who's this guy? He's got a really cool look. I really like the glasses. I like the 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 umbrella and everything, you know. And so I was like, this guy looks really interesting. So I'm really interested to see what they actually do with him and if he's going to become like a part of the main event um, level. I don't know what kind of wrestler he was. He's um, he's but... uh, one of the best in the world at the moment. All right, then there you go. And and he's so... he's literally just finished. Um... Well, I don't know if he's exactly left or not, but uh, his contract has just expired with Ring of Honor, where he's been for a few years. Uh, and now he is a free, the hottest free agent in wrestling, in theory. Oh, wow. So that's so, really interesting. I don't know whether this is a short stop in the NWA, just for a month or so, or whether it's a, a longer term thing, or whether he's just, you know, just doing what he fancies. I don't know. But uh, certainly, uh, it was a big deal for him to turn up. Also, um, he's he must own his own music because it's the same music he used in oh, progress okay. and ring of honor and new Japan. Okay. So yeah, I think I that's why the fans th- reacted immediately to it. Yeah. Cause I also thought, wait, why does his music sound like music? It <laughs> <laughs> sounded like, you know, generic, uh, royalty free, um, tracks from YouTube. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that'll be, that'll be why. Okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so, but I think that helped though. It made him seem like a really big deal. Yeah, it as really a result, did. because it seemed like somebody important was turning up. Yeah, no, it really did. And uh, that's quite interesting, knowing that he's one of the biggest free agents out there and he's come to NWA. I think that's a really fantastic um, thing. Coup, but yeah. I, I guess the goodwill to NWA around the industry, oh, maybe well, outside of the WWE, who I have mean, no goodwill for anyone. Did, as part of Ring, Ring of Honor had a working relationship with NWA prior to the start of Power. Mm. Um, and he did face Nick Aldis and lost at... Um, the Crockett Cup event, I think it was early, mid, maybe in the summer, mm. um, but it was a really fantastic main event, and they are they are genuine real life friends. Okay, so they've known each other for years. I think I think they might have trained together, even like it's yeah they they are very much um, like uh, real life friends. So it is um, it's quite an interesting thing to have him come in now to this, which is a whole different level from what they were doing before, and have him in. You know, it's a huge deal for the NWA and a great hook for to go off the air on your paper. Yeah, really, really cool. And um, oh, I, I wanted to mention that I thought Wayne Barrett was fantastic. Yes, yeah, was good. Like, good wow. old Stu Bennett. Yeah, it's weird because I, I like he keeps referencing good and bad news, and me, we, all I can think of is hey, Wade Barrett, but he's not <laughs> going by that. Oh, no. what's his name? <laughs> uh, Stu Bennett. His I real name. Probably, I just assumed him. <laughs> There you go, casual Dan. But yes, yeah, Stu Bennett. I, I really enjoyed his um, commentary. I think it was. I just thought it was excellent, to be honest. I agree. I, I agree. I thought he um, he brought quite a lot to things, but also, uh, and like really importantly, this isn't his first gig. So he's been doing commentary. Ah. He did commentary for uh, World of Sport, uh, WOS oh. on ITV for a little while. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and he was really good. He was the only good thing about that show. <laughs> It was yeah. well, he was doing commentary with bloody SoCal Val and uh, Alex Shane. Oi, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he was the only good thing about that. So no, yeah. I, I saw him outside of my work once. <laughs> Shook oh. his head. <laughs> I bet. I bet he was really nice. Yeah, he was. And then he put on his sunglasses and walked off, and I was like, well. <laughs> he had a little draw, 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 what do you call it, like drawstring bag, which I thought was a bit, a bit low rent for uh, <laughs> for bad news parrot, but I mean. <laughs> Again, I redirect you to my earlier comments about Zubars. <laughs> not snappy dresses. Not snappy dresses. No, not, uh, no. Yeah, but uh, yeah, really, really good. Um, 
I don't know if he's if he's going to be a permanent feature on commentary. It seems to be uh, at least for a little while, anyway. For okay. they've said he, the, he's the color commentator for this season of Power. Ah, now okay. I don't know whether that means he's just doing the six weeks up until the pay per view and that's it, or whether mm-hmm. he's a permanent fixture. I hope he's a permanent fixture because I thought he was great. It was a breath of fresh yeah, air. Yeah. Well, with all with all of these, um, I said with the AEW, and I guess maybe we'll move on to that in a bit. Um, uh, you'll have to take the lead there, but. Um, he's he seems like a decent free agent, no? I mean, I don't think he's that interested in doing a lot of wrestling. I don't think he wants uh, to wrestle full time anymore. Okay, because he's been doing a lot of acting and a lot of, kind uh, of you know other cool. work. And I think he's just quite happy to be a commentator and do the odd bit. I'm sure he will get in the ring at some point. But he doesn't want to like. Yeah, I can imagine after you've stopped doing it, you're like, you know what, mate, my body. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not I being also, it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm not being funny. You work a full time schedule with WWE for, you know, say five years, maybe uh, maybe six years. I think he did with them, and you did some main events with John Cena, and you won the Intercontinental Championship a few times. If you were smart, you probably <laughs> set yourself up that you don't need to wrestle anymore, and you could just do commentary because yeah, you'll be exactly. you're made for life. Yeah, good. And point. he strikes me as the kind of man who probably was smart yeah yeah if nothing else by virtue of the fact that he was getting into acting before he even left the company yeah yeah it seems like he had his exit strategy already um you know and that's that's the thing like the guys who do really well i mean i know everyone comes back eventually for the big payday and all the rest of it but the guys who don't end up you know destitute at the end uh you know when they when they finally uh succumb to whatever pain pill addiction they've got you know (laughs) you know far far too early in life uh, generally the people who don't end up like that are the ones who got in to get out so you yeah. get in you make money you get out and then you leave yeah exactly before you, you ruin your the ring. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I think he's he seems like a smart enough guy that yeah i mean i'm sure he will have him i mean if he's in the nwa there's definitely scope for and because he has history with all this as well yeah, there's yeah. scope to do something there further down the line that'd be great but for now, they don't need to. He's he's a he's a really good commentator, and I think yeah. a real asset as well. And you know what? Like I know Jim Cornette was a real, you know, authentic voice for the NWA. But yeah. I think they're beyond the point where they need that now. Like no, actually, yeah. it worked out quite well because they're now at a point where Jim Cornette, I don't know, would would have been adding that much at this stage because you've reestablished the NWA for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Now you have you can have that breath of fresh air and a guy who who gets it, but also doesn't necessarily have to have that connection with the past quite so much. I think he added that kind of classiness and uh, something legitimate about it. And I think those two worked really well together. And I think, to be honest, if that was the pairing, I don't think Jim Cornette would be missed too much. No, no, absolutely. And I think there is something to be said for having an ex-wrestler as your your colour commentator as well, because I think that adds a different dimension. Mm. And as good as Jim Cornette is... He doesn't have a significant amount of in-ring experience, especially not in the modern era. So mm. having somebody who does, who again has history and has history, so has history with Marty's girl, has history with Nick Aldis, has history with uh, Tom Latimer, the former Bram, who is a uh, part of the wild card. Mm. Like these are all guys he's got history with. And like, uh, he's probably, he will have wrestled uh, Aaron Stevens in the past. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, like there are there are count Ken Anderson. He will have some probably have wrestled at some point. They will have passed at some point at WWE. Like there yeah, are yeah. there are loads of guys there that he has some sort of parcel connection to. That actually probably means that he is very well positioned to talk about their strengths and their weaknesses in a way 
that makes a lot of sense to the viewer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, one. I'm, yeah, I'm really on board with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really happy with him and the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the fire, a, a big success, I would say. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, as I said, next time it'd be nice to be in a different location or something, yeah. or yeah. you know, a slightly bigger arena. I think they could probably sell. Um, I think they could probably do a bigger um, arena, but I don't know if that would take away some of the um, some of the crowd interaction and stuff. You, like, I feel like you don't want to add those free radicals that might start ruining the atmosphere. Yeah. But Nobody wants uh, to fight forever, John, or uh, both yeah. these guys, or uh, yeah. Just, yeah, it's fine. No, Nobody wants that. Shit, you know? But yeah. a, little, a little, a slightly bigger arena would probably be, you know, fine. Yeah. Um, just to differentiate from the TV, but you know, uh, like I'm, it's a very minor quibble for me. Yeah. You know, uh, in the grand scheme of things, this was a good show. Uh, like really, really enjoyable. It flew by as well. I mean, it was two and a half hours, and it just it went went by in a flash. Yeah, really, really, really speedy, fun show. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, let's move on to our awards. Uh, the yeah. keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> the cuboids. Um, I need to get a graphic drawn up now. Oh yeah, definitely. Let's, let's do that. Cuboids. Let's, let's find somebody on Fiverr. <laughs> hey, that's how we got the logo. So. Yeah. <laughs> that is why there are several other uh, uh, businesses and accounts who have a very similar logo to us. To us, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for that. There is a reason because yeah. I, I yeah. have no issue with that. <laughs> nor do i nor do i it was a good Um, style it's a good price okay so we've got a few categories um so i think we'll start with uh match of the year Mm because um i know you've seen some of these but maybe not all of them necessarily no yeah Um, i've seen like three of them um i've got i mean obviously if you want to chip in with any others that's fine i I just i this is a sort of short list of ones i've been thinking about um Mm -hmm. so uh will osprey and kazuchiko okada from the g1 uh, there was uh, Will Ospreay again versus Shingo from the Best of Super Junior Finals. Uh, Tyler Bate versus uh, Volta from uh, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Um, and the other one that I, I was really impressed with was uh, Pac versus Cara Noir from uh, a Riptide show uh, mm-hmm. in uh, earlier this year. Um, did you did you manage to watch any of the... the so, yeah, I've, I've seen um, the Osprey versus Okada. Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. I've seen oh yes, sorry, that was also on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Pack versus Cara Noir. Um, so yeah, I've seen those three. I, I didn't actually get to see Walter uh, versus Tyler Bate because it's all right. uh, I've seen that. I can, I, I can feel you. I don't watch that. WWE at the moment, but <laughs> that that will change in the new year. Have you got and, any uh, thoughts on any of those particularly that you do? You kind of well, uh, I, I was. Um, I, I did quite enjoy. So the Osprey versus Okada match, I thought was fantastic, yeah. and there were some of the things I saw, I saw in that match were literally breathtaking. Um, I think there was. Uh, I think the, the key to that match was was kind of the smoothness of the reversals towards yeah, the end, and it was just like you know you see a lot of matches try and pull this thing off, but the 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 fact that it was just like they they are so good at their craft at the reversals team to come at like right at the last possible minute um and, and that's where kind of the shock comes from of, of seeing um uh you know someone turn it around just when you think someone's about to hit the finisher and i loved the i love the end uh was it like double rainmakers just to just to keep him down and, oh yeah 
will spray down and, and in the pin. So I, th- I thought that was really, really, really good. Um, yeah, fantastic match. Great chemistry between those two as well. Like, yeah. And you could see that Osprey could go up to heavyweight and could still compete at the level of someone like an Okada quite easily in yeah. the future. I think they that's probably the long term. You know. He is just so... He is The thing is, he's got so much goddamn potential. Not potential, I feel like he's... he's it's not potential anymore. He's... He's one of the best wrestlers on the well, planet. He might be in line for another award, I think. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, but, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I have him pegged for a different award uh, in a bit. But um, yeah, um, I certainly really enjoyed that match. Again, for the same reasons, I thought the reversals were fantastic. Okada's just brilliant anyway. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's a different level to everybody else for the most part. Like, And it's yeah. easy to forget that. I think because would you would you I mean I've 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 seen a few Okada matches I've seen more Will Ospreay matches are they would you say they're on the same level? It depends on who his opponent is. He can normally get a good match out of anybody, but he will get an amazing match and keep up with when he's in the ring with someone. So if you put him in the mm. ring, those matches with Kenny Omega, for example, are fantastic. Like they they manage and, and it's a criticism of Kenny Omega generally that I think a lot of his matches are quite spotty and they're very kind of you know they lack psychology in places perhaps a little bit and they're so very they yeah a little bit like and they can be a bit his matches with Okada weren't because they still had all of that in there but there was a story a psychology and almost I feel like Okada forces a psychology into a story and he adapts the way he wrestles to other people in order to make that happen um, mm. i mean we don't have an award for wrestler of the decade but if we did it would be kazuchika okada and i wouldn't well i guess i guess we do now and he just won it i so. guess so kazuchika okada there you All go right, yeah okay so you might have noticed the a short break there uh mid conversation um i had a bit of a technical issue at my end uh so i apologize for that i, I may or may apologize. not sorry I may or may not have hit the mute button on my microphone and not realised. <laughs> it's gone well. It's gone well. Um, so, yeah, we were just saying uh, Kazuchika Okada, uh, wrestler of the decade. Wrestler of the decade, so, yeah. Well done. It's well official. Yeah, and very much deserved, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, in terms of the match of the year, though, um, uh, so, I mean, that is definitely an option, Osprey and Okada. Osprey and Shingo Takagi from the Best of the Super Juniors, did you get a chance to watch that? No, sadly I did not, but um, talk me through it. it. So it's incredible bit of framing. Shingo had not lost a singles match all the way up to June from having uh, debuted in October uh, and had basically run through the junior heavyweight division uh, all the way up to the finals of the, as like as this absolute monster in the best of super junior round robin tournament. He won a mac. He won the maximum points he could possibly win in the group part of it, mm. which is unheard of. Mm. So he went all the way to the final, and then he and Osprey had this incredible back and forth match with Osprey winning the best of the super junior tournament. It was phenomenal. Um, (laughs) uh, i don't know much more i can say about it really Uh, like in so much as i don't even want to go into describing it too much because it was easily the best junior heavyweight match i've seen in the last 10 years well now i wish i'd watched it well you still can at some point Uh, yeah uh, exactly i will but uh but yeah it is uh it is fantastic uh bait versus uh volta um i think tyler bait is excellent uh, and it was a really unexpectedly good main event uh lots of uh false finishes uh and uh bait fighting from underneath uh, the bigger man of falter and it was a really really well put together match 
Um, this is one so good that John, our non-wrestling uh, watching friend, uh, commented on, on just how good yeah, it was. Yeah, which was out of the blue. Um, yeah, but, but it made it definitely made a breakthrough to a lot of people. Um, and yeah, definitely uh, very high on this list. Um, what did you think of Pac and Cara Noir? So that match was uh, weird because yeah, a little bit. The, I ne- I don't think I've ever seen camera work like that before, and I found it really weird. Okay, and I so don't know if it's good or not. To, it's to like... frame that properly, this is a, it's from a Riptide show. Now, Riptide yes. are a Brighton-based independent company who have been making waves, if you'll pardon the pun, uh, yes. for, um, over the last uh, couple of years. Um, we've, uh, I am a, I've been to quite a few of their shows. I'm a big fan. Um, but their on-demand stuff um, is shot in a very cinematic style. Yeah. And it's a bit it's a bit jarring at first, but it's brilliant. Yeah, it's like real close. I'm like, wow, I'm real close right now. Yeah. And I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. Um, it's, it's a bit jarring at first, though. It is, yeah, it is it's a bit jarring. And the crowd were a bit jarring. Not, nothing wrong with it. The chanting was putting me off. In, I, think, in like, I can't remember I'm if the just, link I sent you had commentary or not. I think probably not. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, actually, I don't think I did. Which is, means the crowd are much more a part of what's going on. And it's uh, almost... Yeah. It's more akin to theatre than it is to wrestling yes. at that point. So it was interesting, uh, and it was a good match. It was a good match. It was just I felt a bit off kilter by the whole thing. It was like, whoa. Yeah. It's, it's a bit like disarming. I my first joint for the first time. I was like, <laughs> whoa. What it's, the hell's going on right yeah, now? Yeah, it, it's quite disarming at first. Um, I, I thought it was brilliant, I have to say. I thought, uh, and it was, the crowd were obviously not expecting Pac at all. Like, it, mm. it, was, it was so... Uh, such a great uh, surprise opponent for Cara Noir. Who is yeah, brilliant as well? Huge star. Thank you. Oh yeah, definitely. And and yeah, it, it was very unexpected. Um, it, it's certainly the most left field choice in this list uh, that I, pro- I gave you, but um, certainly well, one that good. I wanted to highlight at least because I, I thought it was one of the best things I've seen this year. Um, I think for me, if I'm if I'm honest, I think I have to go with Osprey and Shingo. Oh wow! I wish I had now. Now I'm pissed because I wish I'd actually but got on, I, I also will concede that uh, Osprey Okada is probably on a similar level to it. So mm. it depended. What would your choice of the ones you saw be? Well, of the ones I saw, I think the one I enjoyed the most was, yes, the, the, was the Osprey match. I will give, when we need to give a shout out to the Cody versus Dustin Rose match. Yes, um, yes. Sorry, I keep forgetting that list as well. <laughs> Which means it won't win because if we keep forgetting. <laughs> I, I think the problem is, is that the, the post-match stuff was quite overblown and that to me makes me forget how much i enjoyed the actual match and also there was too much blood the blood was gross it's which too is too much blood this dis- dis- uh in my yeah it's too much blood and in, in unnecessary there's a match that i want to add in oh like yes, my own personal match was the uh the tag match at double or nothing between the young bucks and um the lucha bros oh yeah no that's a very good um it's a very good yeah show. i thought that match was insane yeah, unbelievable. I, I had I hadn't really seen too much of, of, of the Lucha Brothers and so, you know, maybe if you see more it won't have the same effect or impact. Same with the Young Bucks, but that was one of the craziest matches I'd ever seen. Some some of the stuff I saw them do, um, was just mind blowing and the, the crispness of it and, and just, you know, yeah, I, just even as a flippy, crazy stunt fest, spot fest, it was probably one of the best of those I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, that's that's that's. I, I think that probably might be one of my choices for the match of the year, uh, if not my choice for the match of the year of the ones I've seen. So. I, th- I think we don't necessarily have to pick a. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think we could just say that these are the matches of the year. Yeah, 
Because I think it's too hard to pick, to be honest. There's uh, so I, many yeah. good choices. There's so much good wrestling now. Yeah, there really is. And you know what? Here's another one of my favorite matches of the year. And obviously, I'm, I'm very biased because most of the things I've watched have been AEW. Was the Hangman Page pack match on... Uh, on Dynamite the day after the full gift or, or the week after the full gift. That's a very good shout. Yeah. Yeah, really, that is a very good really shout. I just thought it was fantastic. Um, so those are the, those are two of the, 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 the best matches Do I've seen. you know seen. what? I might even, I'd be tempted even to throw in uh, Aldis and Storm from Into the Fire, to be honest. Yeah. That is one of the most Absolutely. enjoyable matches. I don't, know, match, yeah. I don't know if it's technically one of the best matches of the year, but it's certainly one of the most enjoyable that I've seen. And it, it had a big fight feel... And yeah, I, I would put that out there. there. I mean, there are WWE matches as well that certainly probably yeah. belong in this as well. Like I can imagine, yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of it's been NXT based. I will admit, like the women's war games match from um, from uh, NXT Takeover War Games there just before Survivor Series was fantastic. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start watching NXT. I think basically there are. It's, it's impossible to pick a match of the year at the moment because there are so many good matches this year. Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, I did not... This is one of the, my b- b- biggest uh, uh, regrets was not seeing Kofi Kingston win the WWE title. That was this year. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought about such, that. That was a, exactly. such an emotional moment as well. Exactly. So perfect. that's another thing, I guess, we, we should bring up. Um, so, yeah. I mean, good, good I, I was going to pop uh, Kofi into the, ne- the next category Ooh. for which right. I guess we'll get on to, which yes. is, uh, is Babyface of the Year. Nice. Because there is only two choices for me. Okay. There is Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you, for obvious reasons, like given that he's been in WWE for 11 years and has never quite got to the level, despite always being fantastically over with the fans and being very much like very much a guy who could go, he could always go. And he's always yeah. been like on the cusp of something. Like to finally get there was such an emotional moment for everybody watching. Yeah, and like, I think he was a really good babyface champion this year. Uh, it was his time, honestly. It, this was the time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't epic. think it's happened before. You know, it probably could happen afterwards, but I think this is this was the time for this to happen. I think there's a good uh, chance you'll see him back at in yes. that position again in the future as well. But I think it was. It just felt like it had this sort of like real, real fairy tale feel to it. Like it's just this this thing that you never really thought that would happen happened. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it, I, I feel like um, it's one of those moments in professional wrestling in the WWE that hasn't happened for about 15 years or so. That kind of feeling of someone wins the championship and then everybody generally has an emotional reaction to someone winning the championship. Not just because of the actual, you know, the wrestling storyline, but because you actually know what this actually means oh, definitely. Uh, to these wrestlers and you see how far this person has come as a wrestler and, and it's kind of it reminds me a bit of, and i don't know I, I was a kid at the time so i don't really know what the, I, I don't know what the meltzery reaction of anyone who was older but like when Shawn michaels won the title for the first time yeah i could see it, that uh, you know what i mean it was like wow this is it finally happened he's the, he's the champion like it's this is you've been a wrestler you've been around for ages you've been talented for ages you've had loads of great matches um and finally you know you've you've won it you're you're the champion now kind of thing so oh definitely definitely. i kind of got that feeling um like okay this is your time now so yeah so i i I think he had a really good run as a babyface champion and i I, you know i think the nice thing for me was that they didn't break up the new day to do it no like which i think is really rare like it's a really cool thing that he was still just with his mates i think that's the yeah i think I don't know who decided that, but that's really uh, 
they decide to be screwy with it, and that's the smartest thing. Yeah, I don't which know is what, great. Which is that's great. a Vince thing. I feel like <laughs> he gets a lot of flack, but he also gets a lot of stuff right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, he wouldn't you know, be a billionaire if he, if he didn't. So. No, absolutely. Um, the other option face of the year, um, and I think for me, it's probably Cody's. Uh, uh, Kofi's probably winning, but Cody Rhodes is probably the other yes. the other option. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so as well. Um, I think I, I have him for another category, okay. um, but yes, I, I do agree that he has. I don't think there been... are many other performers who have connected with the audience yeah. to quite the same level that he has this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I agree. Like the the journey he's been on in his career, also culminating in this kind of huge year, and finally, in my heart, anyway him showing like finally getting the cody Rhodes experience like okay now you've arrived as far as i'm concerned yeah definitely he feels like a star now this year yeah like he he was trying it so hard in the wwe and i didn't really see much of anything he did in ring of honor on ring of honor or nwa but it's like it's good to see that okay you are you are finally completely and utterly over so yeah that's a good choice too yeah i i I 100 agree um i think i think i think kofi kingston edges it for me yeah, but only just. It's a razor thin thing. Yeah, um, I agree. Because I don't think. I think it was just. I think because you had that emotional moment, and because he's such an over baby face, it, it is a razor thin margin. But I think he just about edges it for me. But Cody definitely deserves an honourable mention there for being one of the the only other person who could run Kofi close this year. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Kofi Kingston. Whoop whoop. And honourable mention, Cody Rhodes. Uh, so. Uh, tag team of the year. Oh man, I only so, have one option. Yeah, Who Rock and Roll Express. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, 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 my own. So my only intention would be the Lucha Brothers. I mean, it, it, it's a perfectly acceptable shout. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The Rock, but and, the Rock and Roll Express win. <laughs> <laughs> they win. Like this is even. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they've they've wrestled for New Japan. They've been in AEW. And they've been in NWA this year, and they're the current NWA World Champions. And they are also like dead. They're tremendously they're old. Wrestling from beyond the grave. Yes. <laughs> literally, they are tremendously undead. old. Um, <laughs> but still, somehow very special. And they are the best tag team, the most enjoyable tag team to watch for me currently in wrestling. Yeah, one hundred percent. They are. Um, I, yeah, uh, as you say, like the Lucha Bros. I think you you have to give a shout to Proud and Powerful as well. Uh, Santana yeah. Ortiz. Um, yeah. I think the Young Bucks. Young Bucks, you know. Even like the, you know, in WWE, you've got the Undisputed Era. You've got uh, the Viking Raiders. These are, you know, these are all perfectly, yeah. They're all, they're all good options if but, you want to choose, but you'd be wrong, yeah. But the Rock and Roll Express are tag team of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, for yeah, this year and also for 1910. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, honorable mention, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, so, I think uh, that's they're the one that are, they're, the one they're the ones to watch for next year. Because, yeah. you know, one of the Rock and Roll Express will probably be dead by then. Uh, <laughs> They've got a few more years, like, uh, to, to catch up to them. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. In 50 years. Um, rookie of the Year. Ooh. I okay. don't have that many shouts for this. Um, I, don't know who, I don't know who's a rookie. I think, uh, I'm just thinking of people who, I mean, there are a few I would, I would potentially say. Ricky Starks is a potential... For this I, I think okay, yeah. he, but i haven't seen enough of him i, I don't think yet to to say that uh jungle boy in uh in jungle aew boy. i think is again is that luke perry son yes yes yeah he's very good but, i like thunder rosa 
I oh Thunder Rosa is a great shout as well. Yeah, fairness. I wondered whether the real rookie of the year this year isn't a person but a oh. company. Ooh. Would AEW be the rookie of the year, given this is their rookie year? I think that is a good shout, and I would agree. Because, hey, AEW has been such a breath of fresh air that it's gotten me to not just start watching wrestling, but watch wrestling from other promotions and actually care, and start a wrestling podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, I think that seems fair. Um, <laughs> I... Um... We'll get onto this in a bit. In a bit, um, I, I, so I think we'll, we'll just say AEW for that one. AEW. It's nice. It's nice. Well, who would be who would be our runner up? Uh, I mean, you can't really say Jungle Boy because he's in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what about? Uh, well, I guess I, I want to say Thunder Rosa, but then you know, NWA. I feel like there's probably is there some person in in like the NXT or WWE that's like um, you know really interesting. Really oh exciting. yeah, yes, yes. Uh, there's a guy in NXT. Uh, who has just won the Cruiserweight Championship, who was uh, one of their breakthrough guys earlier this year, uh, Angel Gaza, who used to wrestle as Gaza Jr. He's not a rookie as such, but on that kind of stage he is. Okay. So I'd say Gaza, uh, Angel Gaza as our okay. runner-up. Cause he's I'm going to do a duel. I'm going to do runners-up Angel Gaza and Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that seems fair. That seems fair. I, Thunder Rosa is a really good shout, actually, but I just haven't seen yeah. enough of her yet. Yes, exactly. It's like, I've seen like three matches, so I... But I've been very <laughs> impressed with what I have seen. Also, yeah. I would argue she does the best foot... Yes, it's very good. Because it's, all, it's all heel. <laughs> like, it's all heel, and it looks really, really impressive. Yeah, no, I really, really, really... Uh, I, I've got high hopes for her, so... Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Um, so, uh, TV show of the year. Ooh, this is a difficult one because we have two choices. Yes, I was going to say, it's a very much a two-horse race. Or maybe a three-horse race if you're... Uh, NXT sounds like it's been really NXT good. has been very good. Um, I think, for me, AEW has mostly been very good. Yes. And in any other year, would probably win this. Yes. But NWA Power has been yeah. such a breath of fresh yeah. air that I can't give it to anybody else. Yeah, you're right. Considering how much, like, as much as we love... AEW, Diet, etc. Every time we do this, NWA Power is the thing that we gush over the yeah, most. Yeah, and I think I think that's that seems like a fair kind of way of going about this. So I'm I'm going to say NWA Power for me with Dynamite yeah. as a close runner. Well, Dynamite and NXT is dual runners up. Okay, yeah, that, that works. I think that's, I that's think pretty that's a, pretty that's fair because NXT has been very good, especially lately. They've really upped their game, and to the point where I think they are matching AEW for like the quality of shows they're putting on this is interesting then because now i, I feel like honestly well, my enjoyment of aew is actually and i guess this is work, how the wwe wanted it to work now i'm actually interested in watching nxt so it's definitely made them the raise WWE their game product. it's definitely made them raise their game and they've had to do a lot more and they are doing a lot more with guys who you know like they're really striking why the iron is hot a bit more with people. Like so, Keith Lee, for example, who they've done nothing with for like the best part of nine months, had a really good showing over Survivor Series weekend, and now is very prominent in in NXT. And he is it's just fantastic. Okay, man, I'm going to sign up to the network after this. Yeah, you you you, you should. Yeah. I, uh, Keith yeah, Lee yeah. is something else. He's like yeah. he's a big dude, but he's a big dude. Like, and I mean I mean that in like width height the whole thing he's a former uh nfl player okay so um, he's a big old boy yeah he's like and he looks like a big fat dude but uh he also uh it, it's you know that weird thing where there's those guys who are like they look kind of fat but it's all muscle 
It's awful, yeah. Yeah, uh, but also he can do moonsaults and 450s. All right, then. Okay, now I need to know. Now I need to see this. There's a so. reason that he describes himself as limitless. <laughs> and uh, you know the uh, the Seven Army chant thing? Uh, yeah, right. The Jeremy Corbyn, Zach Saber yeah. Jr., whatever. For, um, indeed, indeed. Uh, for um, for Keith Lee, they just do uh, "Oh, basket is glory." <laughs> That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. He's 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 something special, and That's I'm hoping that. Yeah, yeah. You want to check out Keith Lee? I think you'll enjoy him. Right. Definitely. Uh, um, but yeah, um, so uh, definitely, I think the TV of the year. Um, we've got two categories left. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. we've got Heal of the Year or Promotion of the Year. Which which do you want to go for first? Oh, we also oh no, sorry, we've got Heal of the Year as well. So let's do Heal of the Year, I guess, and then um, I guess uh, Wrestler of the Year should be the the, the end. The, yeah, the, I think the that's end, fair. Uh, that's yeah. fair. So um, who would you say is your Heal of the Year? Uh, Chris Jericho. Oh hell yeah, yeah, without question. By by a country mile, Le Champion yeah. is. The best yeah. thing on yeah. AEW by yeah. far. Yeah, he's also he's, as as a heel. He's been he's been detestable at points, but also he's doing the the thing that a veteran heel champion should be doing. He is without losing. He is making stars of all of these the younger mm. baby faces on that show. Yeah, definitely. So Darby Allen, Jungle Boy. Uh, Scorpio Sky have benefited from being in the ring with him. Cody as well. It's it's elevated him in the process. Yes, it really has. That like, match they had um, was it uh, full, full gear? gear. It's fantastic. That's oh, great. It, it probably would be better if it hadn't been for Cody ripping his skull open. Yes, that was. Well, horrendous. even with that, they still managed to you know not make it too gross. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that, that was a really good match. I was actually thinking about that match for match of the not match of the year, but in in the collision of. Some of the most fun matches I've seen, but yeah, Chris Jericho, yeah, by by a landslide is the the heel of the year. I, I will I will say uh, um, honorable mention to Pack as well. So Pack, oh oh yes, Did, I don't think uh, he, I don't think he tips Jericho, but I, he's definitely in the conversation. What about Aaron Stevens? Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like I know Jer- Jericho. It, like what he's doing is harder. It's on a grander stage, so I feel like he edges it. But oh, but Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens is fantastic. Oh man, do you know? Yeah, no. I think I might actually have to go for Aaron Stevens. <laughs> thinking about it because it's so well done, and it's ah, uh, and some it's some of Jericho's some of Jer. Yeah, let's split it between them. I think I think that seems yeah. fair because yeah. I don't think I could pick a winner there. Yeah. Okay, so Aaron Stevens and uh, Chris Jericho, you know, they can open up a bit of the bubbly together. Yeah, they... <laughs> it's fine. And then head to Treasure Island or whatever, or Pirate Island. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, and runner-up Peck, then. Yeah. He's, he's I, a runner-up. I think that seems fair. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, promotion of the year. Oh, well, this is a two-horse race. It's right? another two-horse race. I think... Or is it? Do we have any of the Japanese promotions in? Uh... New Japan Pro Wrestling had a really good period at the beginning of the year, then a bit of a slump, and then a really good G1, and then a slump. So, no. Progress? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, from my own personal point of view, I would put Riptide in the, in the conversation because I think okay. they've been fantastic. They put on some great shows this year. Uh, I've really enjoyed everything I've seen from them. Uh, and they've been telling this great story with 
the rise of the villainous Spike Trevay. Spike Trevay. He's he's a Tory. Oh. <laughs> in Brighton. In Brighton. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, for real. That's yeah. He's he's part <laughs> of a faction. Like, he's yeah, the head yeah. of a faction called Money versus Everyone. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds. That's on brand. Yep, yep. It's it's uh. Yep. That'll work. He's also one of the best heels in the UK currently. Okay. I'm I'm a huge a huge fan of Spike Trevay, but also boo Spike Trevay. Boo, you suck. Um, but yeah, so um, I, w- I would I I Riptide definitely in the conversation, but probably not quite on the level of some of the other uh, the other options. Um, I would have said the NWA because I've enjoyed them so much, but I think the problem is is that they've only been around for in this sort of power era. Yeah. Since you know About September. Yeah. So it maybe not even it might have, maybe it was October. I don't even know. It's not been long anyway, and I no. think maybe because they had pay per views before that, and they had all of the online presence before that, and because they've had more pay per views to build up to, I think AEW might yeah. edge it for me. I think yeah. I I, I think AEW what they've done. I was going to say it has been the most impressive, but I do think what NWA has been the most innovative. Yes, I'd, I'd agree. But and, I think in terms of a you know a national promotion that's yeah. competitor to WWE that is actually you know pulling in something that's on that kind of level on you know and it was also you know on such a big platform. I I think AEW has to edge it for me. Yeah, I think you're right because. So AEW has rekindled my my love for wrestling just in general. Just the the just regardless of what you think about the quality or the style of it, mm. having a credible and and you know competent alternative to the WWE has been one of the best things to happen to wrestling in oh definitely you know, in in a decade. So. And also, it's it's a, a place for other for guys to go. Like look at look yeah. at you know look at John Moxley. Like before, you know. He was drowning in in WWE before this, and yeah. now he's reinvented himself in, in AEW and has been you know a breath of fresh air there. It's a whole different yeah. thing, and you know he might go back to WWE one day for the money and for the the Shield reunion that they are inevitably going to want to do. But you know, for now, he's doing his thing. It's great. He's um he his edge lord impression of Steve Austin is touch and go for me sometimes i, like I, it, sometimes I, I, I can appreciate that <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. i do yeah it, it's a place for other people to go and Definitely. now i'm really excited about wrestlers who didn't quite make it in one promotion being able to see what they can do when they're booked you know with their own personalities I mean, or just on the basis of the quality of their actual in-ring action so um I'm, that's one of the things I'm most excited about AEW is like, well, what what would this wrestler do in AEW yeah, or what would you be like? In, so, yeah, I, I agree. The impact they've had has been huge. Um, but, it, you know, I feel like in my heart, it's also NWA. because the thing... I, think, I think we go AEW with NWA getting an honourable mention. Yes. So what I did was AEW, the uh, promotion of the year, runner-up NWA and honourable mention Riptide. I think that seems fair. That seems yeah. very fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um... And so we finish up with of the year. Now there are a lot of yeah. contenders for this. Mm. Uh, Will Ospreay is very high on that list for reasons oh, we've already yeah. gone into. He's just phenomenal. Yeah. He's been flitting between the junior heavyweight division and also the heavyweight division. Uh, he's had great matches with Kota Ibushi, with Os- uh, with Shingo, with uh, 
Okada, with pretty much everyone in the junior division. You know, he's been everything he's done this year has been faultless. So he's yeah. very high on my list. Um, I think you also have to talk about Nick Aldis. I think you've got to yeah. talk about again. He's been phenomenal for for the NWA, uh, a real proper champion for them. Mm. Um, I think you know you also have to look at uh, Pack as well for me. Yeah, Pack is fantastic. I think everything he's done in AW has been brilliant, and in Riptide and everywhere else he's been, he's looked really good. Um, I think Hopefully. you also you can't discount the likes of Becky Lynch, for example. She's yeah, been a big. A, it's been a huge year for her. Yeah, Becky Lynch for sure. Um, I would say Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, Kingston, definitely. Yeah, we can't forget the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. But even even up until September, until uh, you know, until the, he got squashed by Brock Lesnar on Fox. Yeah, which kind of ruins just so much of. I know, I know, but you have to just, that was what it was. Um, it kind of yeah, erases it a little, but it's like, okay, let's not forget that what happened before then, maybe. Um, so there's that, and I think then you also have to talk about, you know, Cody Rhodes has got to be in that conversation. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. I mean, he's had great match it. after great match. He's doing something very different from everybody else in AEW, having, you know, I, almost playing to an audience of one, which is Jim Ross. Yes. <laughs> which, But that helps, though, because it means Jim Ross is excited about, about calling the matches, <laughs> which makes the audience excited about watching them. I like that what Cody Rhodes does is not the flippy, spot-festy stuff. He's a wrestler. No, I mean, and weirdly, he can do that stuff, but he yeah. doesn't. He's yeah. all about the old school. He's about honouring the, the, you know, the, the kind of style of the past. It's a shame, in a way, that he's even in AEW. He's somebody who I think would be great in the NWA. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would love to see him in the NWA, but I would know. love to see. Yeah, I would love to see more NWA style stuff in AEW. Yeah, you know? I think it would be a nice counterbalance to the other yeah. stuff that they do really well. But I don't know that it's going in that direction, so we'll yeah. have to see. But um, but certainly, yeah, Cody's got to be in that conversation. Uh, Shayna Baszler in uh, in uh, NXT. She's been yeah. this ridiculously dominant champion all year and has a great match after great match. Io Shirai has been brilliant, especially since yeah. she turned heel. You know, there are countless, countless people who could win this award. Oh, are we uh, going to put Chris Jericho here too? I th- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, for getting the Judas effect over. Yeah. It's a terrible <laughs> move. It, it's, it's a believable finisher. Walter? Is he a person that you'd want to put I, in here? I, don't th- I think Walter had a great 2018, not so much 2019. I think mm. it's been a mixed bag for him this year. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, but I mean, I think any of those those performers, really, I think you, it's very hard to, to you know, kind of pick Me, someone from that list. I would go with Cody because I feel like, well, I feel like it's either a mixture of, of, of someone like Will Ospreay, who's just so fucking talented, like, how can you not say, yeah. yo, this guy is just the performer of the year? So maybe it's him because he's just unbelievable. Like, the things he can do. <laughs> nobody else can do what he does I no one that's, no. that's what swings it for me for osprey yeah but okay. i think if i had to pick a second choice it probably is cody yeah i would say i would happily split this between osprey and osprey and cody for very different reasons yeah and maybe I have think... pack as the runner-up yeah because I... pack has been brilliant and he has had great matches with everybody he's faced off with yeah, he's kind of like the uh, unsung hero, I think, of AEW. Oh, definitely, hundred like, percent. It's unbelievable, um, and um, he does yeah. he does such little things that are really clever as well. Which I think, uh, you know, it's it's stuff like in a match where he's uh, you know very much the heel against uh, an Adam Page or a, a Kenny Omega, 
it's the the little things like doing the the black arrow to to land on somebody's back when they're face down so you can transition straight into the brutalizer yeah. like that was such a, a a beautiful thing to see and yeah. it makes so much sense but he's you know head and shoulders above in ring certainly i know it's not just that but there's a lot of character stuff from the rest of it which is where cody shines as well but ring talent wise i don't know that really many people have had as good a year as pack yeah so i think he definitely definitely needs to be in that conversation but for me osprey is just on another level from anybody else on the planet right now and cody does more in terms of the making a match feel like a big deal than anyone else in the world right now so for that reason yeah i I would say those two split it and and uh pack is your honorable mention oh yeah so i've gone with will osprey and cody rhodes the rest of the year yep runner-up pack and honorable mention question mark Wait, honorable mention question mark or honorable mention for the question mark? The, the question. Yep. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. I, I'm all about the karate. Karate! Yeah. <laughs> um, do we yeah. do female wrestler of the year? Just so, you know, we don't, um, they get a little shine too, so we don't. Um... I, I think uh, Shayna Baszler is definitely high on my list. Um, I would say, I don't know that there's anybody in AEW, if I'm honest. No, no, Riho. No, you know how I feel about Riho. <laughs> um, yeah. I think yeah. you have to put Becky Lynch in that conversation. Uh, Rhea Ripley as well; she's brilliant. Um, I think there are there are performers on the AEW roster that haven't really been given a chance. Chris Statlander looks great. I think she's mm. really good. Um, I don't haven't seen enough of her yet, though. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more from the AEW. Um, I feel it's just been too Riho heavy. So I haven't been able to... And I don't watch AEW Dark, so probably that's my problem. I think so. they're moving a bit further away from that. I think there's also been too much of a focus on Britt Baker, who mm. is, is good, but I don't think she was ready for this role. Mm. Um, so I think there are other... And B Priestley is... Uh, she's good, but there's something about her that doesn't quite feel authentic, and that takes me out of her matches quite quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there are, there are definitely performers there who who could be in the running for that um you know even outside of uh, of wwe you know session moth martinez had a great year it's a good name it is it is and she's actually really good uh, it's not just a gimmick even though she does come out to sandstorm <laughs> um which i think is amazing um yeah there are definitely there are loads of female form- performers who definitely deserve um a shout shakara uh in um in uh Riptide as well. She's been really good. She's had a real breakout year. Big Swole, who uh, has just signed for AEW, she's had a really good year as well. Big name also. There are there are so many, uh, you know, fantastic. You know what though? I'm going to go with my gut on this one. I yeah. know we had her down for rookie, uh, honorable mention for Rookie of the Year, but Thunder Rosa's got to be in that conversation too. I think so too. I think I'll, I, I think something about her. I'm really excited yeah. about about what she's got to offer, but I'm not sure. She's done enough over think, someone I like. I think for me, Shayna Baszler is probably the winner. But I would, Shana, I, I would put. Uh, I reckon. I reckon, uh, based on the fact that she can't win it because she's not. We haven't seen enough of her. But what I have seen of her, I've been very, very impressed. Yeah, yeah. Let's put uh, 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 Thunder Rosa on as an honorable, honorable mention. Yeah. There. Yeah. So how about this then? Shayna Baszler is the winner. Yep. Uh, Runner-up, say Becky Lynch. I think that's fair. 
And then Thunder Rosa is our honorable mention. Yeah, I think I think that's very fair. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, wicked. And, and thus concludes the, uh, the first uh, first ever cuboids. <laughs> yeah, woo, cuboids. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I, I think that's that's a, a a great list of celebrating what has been a really good year for wrestling. Yes, and I think that's the thing. And as we go into twenty twenty, I'm only expecting it to get better. Yeah, I'm really excited about things that we will see, and I'm looking forward to. I mean, I am kind of looking forward to you know watching some WWE in the road lead up to WrestleMania and yeah. seeing maybe if, the Royal Rumble is always fun. Exactly, and seeing if they want to try and do something and, and uh, you know I don't know as I said they don't have to compete with AEW or anything but things are changing and I want to see if they want to bring any of that stuff into the main into the main two shows which as far as I'm concerned whenever I've uh, tuned in are terrible they've not been great for a while yeah <laughs> so maybe they want to maybe usually they pick that stuff up leading up to WrestleMania I hope so I hope so I think they really need to this year um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna before we sign off i want to ask you one quick question i'm gonna put you on the spot oh yeah cm punk does he have a match in wwe in 2020 uh no yeah i'm also saying no, no. i think he's content with life and i don't think he wants to <laughs> no i think he's i think when he seems like a stubborn person but he actually no he seems like a stubborn person and he went back to the wwe but he kind of didn't yeah so yeah, um, I feel like that's enough mental gymnastics in his head. I wonder so, if a bit like what we were saying with Stu Bennett, I wonder whether he has made enough money that he doesn't need to put himself through doing that anymore. So no. he's so happy much. to be involved in some aspect, probably is not having a match. And you know what? If that's the case, good for him. Yeah, good for him. And the thing is, he's. I think he, as it, prickly or whatever it seems as he can be for people that know him, um, outwardly when he wants to be, he's an extremely charming uh, an intelligent and funny oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a big. He's got a bit, a really huge future ahead of him in entertainment, regardless of what he wants to do. And I'm, I'm actually pretty interested in hearing him speak and do stuff. So I've not seen it yet, but uh, he's, a, he was in a film called I think it's called Girl on the Third Floor. Um, mm. Quite recently, a horror film. Um, apparently, he was getting rave reviews for his acting performance okay. in that. So yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe there's he a future there like as well. It seems like he should be able to be a, a fairly decent actor. So. I would imagine so. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, I hope so. I mean, don't get me wrong. If they've they if they've managed to convince him and he comes out 30 in the Rumble, I'll be very happy. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, that'd be cool. That would certainly be a huge injection of, of life into WWE. And if he finally got that Brock Lesnar schedule that he always wanted, good for him. You know, but the thing is with him, right? I will, I will say, and him, I don't know if what he does, as amazing as it is, works... I don't know. The WWE just ruins everything, and I feel like I'd just rather see him in AEW, being able to do. I don't do think that's going to happen. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just I'd rather see you do the things you weren't allowed to, you thought were cool. I um, don't know that he would fit in AEW. I think I think wrestling might have moved on for that sort oh. of flippy style and stuff, and I don't think he'd be able to keep up. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think. I think actually, I think they're they're doing so much more now that I don't think he'd be able to be able to keep doing that. And that's not him. He's a forty one year old man i mean that's yeah. you know yeah, it is true. what it is i think it's more just that punk's style in the ring was always was always very kind of you know it was ahead of its time for its time and i don't think yeah. it is now it's not anymore yeah it's, it's kind pretty of standard now because yeah. he was so influential and that's again it's not a knock on him at all i just think in wwe he would still be something very different and he's yeah, still, yeah. you know, brilliant on the mic and can offer something in that arena. Whereas I actually don't know in AEW that he stands out quite so much. And no. yeah, I don't know that he's necessarily as special. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, I think personality-wise, it'd be interesting. Do you but, mean the um, cult yeah, of personality-wise? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. In, yeah, good to see him back, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, let's let's wrap things up there. Um, so that has been The Cuboids. What? Yep. Um, we need to get some theme music for The Cuboids next year. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> if nothing else, we'll have like, the Miss World music as we go out. Yes. Go, there she is. <laughs> it's the Cuboids. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we should probably wrap it up there. Um, so, um, you, uh, if you're listening to this, you've probably found us on our SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com/slash WrestleCube, or you're one of you're married to one of us. Uh, that is that is is likely. Uh, <laughs> or you're just being polite. Um, either way, um, yeah. So. Um, soundcloud.com slash wrestlecube if you're not married to either of us um or if you are i mean you know that's a yeah, perfect exactly. way to, ex- to access that um, yeah, well, exactly so you can catch me uh we're at facebook.com uh slash wrestlecube uh we've not been on facebook uh, instagram's been more of a focus where we're at wrestlecube um obviously the twitter as well is uh is wrestlecube uh, at wrestlecube there um and hopefully again the instagram we're trying to do a bit more with um yeah. i've been posting more weird and wonderful stuff i found in and around my uh, headquarters as <laughs> same it were. with the facebook and stuff i'm hoping to start doing some more stuff i've got uh i've actually started writing a little piece on top five Ooh, wrestling lovely. video games so um uh, I'll probably do something on Facebook and then adapt it to Instagram. So look out for that. Yeah, no, excellent, excellent. And that would be that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, like so, you know, we we always said we were going to do this in a relaxed, fun way, and we were we're growing this very slowly. So, um, you know, hopefully the year is uh, is twenty twenty seven, and you're listening <laughs> uh, years later to one of the 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 opening, the starting, the beginning of uh, one of the of this uh empire of uh of the most powerful podcast on the planet yeah and you're sitting outside our, hi- our hyper mansions wishing you could be inside listening to hyper yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a private joke it's fine uh... <laughs> right uh on that note um yeah i i've been tom Mimner. and i have been cube Ekinbala. also known as daniel but fine <laughs> Um, and as always, uh, don't be a square, be a wrestle cube. Cube! Good night. <laughs>